Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that requires all of its listeners to know proper hand washing technique. We don't want you Say listening to our birthday. audio with dirty hands. Yeah, you you will sit do happy birthday fifteen times while watch, and then they then you have clean hands, and that's the only way to properly listen to our audio. That's a, it's, a, it's that kind of podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's me, your host Matt Doima, with Nathan Smezrud. Uh, currently coming to you from the mean streets of New York City, we've got... Hey, it's, uh, it's Joe Cocazello. How we doing? I finally got my fucking green screen to work! Hey, it's so long. I just needed to... Jalen needed to teach me how to push two buttons. Yep. It was probably just two buttons knowing you. It only took a solid 15 minutes. It was very... <laughs> and then do what? What's the mouse? Goes down, down... Down, yeah. down, 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 right yeah. hand corner. <laughs> <laughs> Your other right hand corner. <laughs> the person who taught Joe how to use his computer good. Hey, it's me, Jalen Russell, uh, person, comic, uh, computer user. Orc Samurai. <laughs> Orc oh Samurai. no, rest in peace. Or rest in peace. peace. I'm a dungeon master now. Yeah, oh, you, wow, you wow. really bulked up. Dungeon yeah. <laughs> And uh, uh, you guys, uh, I know, I know, I say it every week, but we are we're making awful history yet again. No shit. <laughs> Ow. That's the best one. That's, That's way best. better than any of the no impossibles. Shit. No, no shit. shit. Um, <laughs> ah, the surprise I was is gonna gone. I'm just so hard <laughs> on the button. I'm just like, let that one sit there. Yep. Yeah, I, had, I, had, I, you know, I deserve to sit in that for a while. <laughs> We're gonna let that stew. Uh, that's on, the just, title of this episode. Just no shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually a spin-off podcast, Jalen's Awful No Shit. Next week, it's like, yeah, we know. We know, we know. Uh, this is the first uh, episode I've ever recorded while uh, being sick. Ooh. Uh, you your stuck. boy, uh, I'm not. I, I, I have no sinus issues. Uh, I, I do have a child's uh, illness. Uh, I have acute tonsillitis. Ooh. Oh. Popsicles all day for this guy. I've been dying in 1947. Yep. I I would not have been able to fjord the river in Kansas City. Uh, No, I I would have died of the consumption. Or got through a gravestone? Yep, I would just, it would have been a rock next to a cattle skull. Uh, He's the fucking guest. Well, we buried him. Moving along. wondering what he got himself into but here we're, we're here to have some fun anyway welcome to the podcast randall reed everybody what's up welcome. how are you guys doing how are you guys doing delightful uh i i've only had ice cream and soup for a week that sounds what type of soup uh i i a chicken just some chicken noodle and mm. it, it is the it's the most bland chicken like because black pepper hurts my throat right okay. now hey, and quick question, i can't have Matt. 
Yeah. Does the liquid diet turn into a solid exit, or is it all? It's 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 a little loose. Yeah. It's a little, uh, Comes in loose, leaves loose. <laughs> uh, you know, I, 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 you know. Honestly, though, I, uh, uh, I, I've also been using my fiber gummies because I'm an old man. Uh, so between the two, it's just uh, the, the, the trains are running on time, and that's what matters. You know, when you're 37, it's soup and gelatin. He's yeah. taking gummies to to solidify it, and then it gets too solid, so he takes some loosening gummies, and yeah, so he's a, just like it's a bad balance. He's got uppers and downers. Yeah, he's just cutting the gummies with other gummies, like the rectal seesaw. That's. <laughs> Oh man, I, I can't wait to Rectal go. I can't, seesaw. I can't wait for shit to open back up so I can go to Sex World and ask for. Are you talking seesaw. about uh, your poops? <laughs> I don't open know. Are back you? up appropriately? Like it's Sex World's open. Men <laughs> that you go cold on cold and could do like a a, a nice uh, cold like vichy soir or something like that. Vichy soir. French onion soup that's served cold. Ah, uh, which is horrible to make. Ugh. Yeah, it's a it's a very long, painstaking process to get liquid onions. Matt, what you should do is you should take some lemongrass, some onion, some carrot, uh, a little bit of bay leaf, put that into a pot with a bunch of water, let it simmer for about two hours or so, right? And then find some ramen noodles, right? And then cook the ramen noodles in the broth that you just made. Oh, ginger. You need ginger, too. Cook that all down, and you'll have, like, so those components together worked not only as a, uh, helps the decongestion, but it helps the uh, intestinal tract, so that'll help clear you out as well. Nice. Nice. I was well, thinking also. You guys. I'm getting medical advice on the podcast. This is <laughs> Randall. What do you think about uh, like uh, some peppers to that, like some jalapenos or whatnot? Like, and I can't. I can't do spicy. Do oh, I would do do some sweet. Your nasal, your nasal shit. Do I, some I, I, sweet I was peppers. That you were stuffy and not. No, I thought nasally. your top was stuffy and not your no, bottom was stuffy. It's all the. It's I, all I, the I, 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 I forgot <laughs> which side of you was stuffy. Wrong but, end. Yeah. And, <laughs> But I would add some garlic to that, but that's just because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fucking Italian. I'm fucking Italian over there. Well, hey, what's the... Because no other cultures enjoy garlic. No. That's... No, we invented it. From... <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true oh, Italian. You got a garlic. We did that. We did that. That's what, what do we do. This lady's got a whole fucking truck up. <laughs> I'm waiting for some, my garlic shipment to fall off this so I can get like, garlic and wheels of parm. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like a, and three, there's three TVs and then two for me. Like, so it's a mixed thing. I had, I had to pick If you can, if one can just fall, if a TV can just fall off into my living room, I appreciate it. It's yeah, going yeah, to yeah. smell like garlic though, Randall. Just, that's just a fair warning. That's fine. Uh, Randall, I, come on, man. We, I don't do that anymore. That, that's just a figment of movies and Hollywood. I don't, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I get you. We'll talk later. We'll, we'll, I'll send you a text. I'm a legitimate businessman. <laughs> <laughs> I love this it. This is the uh, this is the awful service podcast. Right? Yeah. This is the podcast where we talk about uh, different service industry jobs and uh -huh. stories there within. Uh, the very first segment on the podcast is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume. The resume? Show us your resume. Why should we hire you? Have 
Have you ever had a job right you up and fired? Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former jobs, filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume. Jalen Lovely. I like it. That's that's why we got him. I like it. As Mr. Mr. Rogers and the make-believe friends with the resume song. So mm. uh, Randall, you know, you can start wherever you want. Um, you know, have at. How deep do you want me to go? As deep as you are, bro. Uh let's see. So I started serving uh in two thousand. So I was twenty. I'm currently forty. My resume reads my resume reads as follows. Serving macaroni grill, cheesecake factory, Ruby Tuesdays, Fridays, Don Pablo's, Muffaletta in St. Paul, Barrio Edina, IHOP in Atlanta, Solera, Pizza Luce, Smack Shack, Granite City, Rosa Mexicana. Uh, that's just it for the serving. Nightclub, Spin Karma, Uptown Drink, Visage, Esso's in Atlanta, which doesn't exist anymore. Uh, as a cook, uh, Palomino, that doesn't exist, Smack Shack, which is still there, Lola, uh, Wing Zone, Layla, Domino's, A&W Root Beer, uh, General Cinema Mall of America, as a manager, Rusty Taco, Broder's Deli in Cochina, and assistant manager as Nighthawks. Wait, hold on. So I only counted two that don't exist anymore, but I know that there's more on that list. Um... The two places in Atlanta don't exist anymore. Solera's gone. Uh, Don Pablo is no more. Muffaletta is gone. Uh, Fridays are closing across the country. Yeah, Fridays will eventually. The Granite and City does. Open. Fridays. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to count because this is we're setting new records. Like this is awful history again. Yeah. So like this, like how many do we have now? Like uh, we have Ruby five. Tuesdays aren't doing that well either, are they? But Mac- they're still around. Uh, macaroni grill is macaroni gone. Macaroni grill is gone. Yeah. That's six. Spin is gone. Seven. Karma's gone. Eight. Oh, dude, this is, you're just blowing everybody out. Technically, <laughs> massage is gone, or I'm just old. Uh, uptown drink technically is, are we counting that? Because it's not uptown drinking more. It's the Uptown Tavern. I believe it's owned by the same people, but you decide what you want to do with that. Give it a half. Give it a half, Joe. Yeah, all right. So, all right, so how am I supposed to do that? Let me cut. Hold on. Give me a knife. Uh, so we have nine and a half. Yeah. Kind of a, a reverse Midas touch. Something like that. I never, I'm never on the ship when it sinks. I'm always off before that. <laughs> Honestly. A different captain. And it makes me feel like, with the pandemic and everything that's going on, it was crazy because a lot of my service industry friends reached out and were like, I bet you feel like the dude who like lost his tickets to the Titanic, don't you? <laughs> it's very true and unfortunate, but I like it. <laughs> I've been on the I've been on two sinking ships before. It's not fun. No. No, it's not. <laughs> and I'm, I both times I'm the guy playing I'm the guy playing the fucking violin, you know what just I mean? Like I just gotta keep doing it. this while it's going down. Yeah, man. Well, imagine imagine if you you didn't get tickets to the Titanic and you were like, you know, like four days later you're like walking in the street and somebody has like a paper. You know, and you just like do like that stop and then like walk backwards and you're like, hold on, what the fuck did, what does that say? The time that that ship went down, holy shit. Well, like the luckiest man alive, you like kiss the guy, he's like, holy shit. 
when you say you're unsinkable, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. That's just me. I'm just. That's not something I would have said about a ship. Yeah, Isn't there something with when you get there? Seth MacFarlane like getting off when, getting off the plane that crashed into the World Trade Center or something like that. Is was that a thing? I, think, I never heard I think that. Yeah, like it's Seth MacFarlane like uh, yeah. narrowly avoided being on one of the planes. Yeah, the one from yep. Austin. Yep. Yeah. Then yes, <laughs> he he better understands what I'm talking about, which <laughs> you know. Does Survivor's Guilt uh, make it okay to have uh, as many seasons of Family Guy as has been on? Yeah. Yes. I think so. That's, that's... I, know, I, wanted to, I wanted to say something too, but I, like, it's like, ah, too soon. Too soon. They brought me so much... <laughs> Never forget. It's brought me, it brought me so much joy for such a period of time that I feel like Family Guy is the only series that I'm like, I have some very serious qualms about what you've done the last couple of years, but you made me laugh so hard for so long. <laughs> Just keep doing like, They're almost in that Simpsons areas where like, you're kind of annoyed to see the Simpsons on TV, but you're like, keep trucking, baby. Just keep doing it. So you worked, you worked at uh, more places than, than Joe can count on fingers. Um, what are you talking about? That was nine and a half. Well, talking, those are the places that closed. I'm talking yep. about all the places. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you've been a server for years. Yep. Uh, you know, obviously every, everything from corporate to just like, you know, some mom pa sort of places. So you, you know the big differences, you know. Yeah. Uh, I've, wor- I've worked both as well. Corporate corporate restaurants are very strict. They usually have a very specific timeline on everything. Yeah. You know, you, you can't even eat like the, the leftover food or the, the mistake food because they're just supposed to be thrown away mom pop places are sending you home with like yeah. bags of food and things like that but so like I guess we're, you know like we, we, we like the stories of the bizarre like the interactions with customers and things so like if you could think, think back to some of those spots oh my god there's so many but only it's funny because like there's so many that I think about <laughs> or that are just like day to day like just little normal server stuff, but there's a couple that just stick out. My favorite is this isn't even a customer thing. This is just if your service, if you've been a server, you understand this. So my favorite part about working at Smack Shack for the first five years of working there is that we didn't have ranch in the in the entire building. Wait, what? what? <laughs> Yes, yeah, so like, so, I need you guys to breathe for a second, and I need you to listen and understand. So, no ranch? How did white people eat? So this is what would happen. So people would be like, can I get some ranch with that? And I would be like, we don't have ranch. And they would be like, what do you mean? And then I would say, we don't carry ranch. And they would say, I want to talk to a manager. Like, are you joking right now? And I would say, and I would say, hold that thought. And then I would go get the manager, God rest his soul. He died from saying we don't have ranch too much. <laughs> he might have, he quite, frank, quite frankly. Quite uh, frankly. He would go to the table and he would explain to them, but we don't because the, the owner and the chef felt ranch was one of those things that like we didn't have a purpose for it, so there's no reason to have it on the menu other than for this situation. And this seems like a dumb reason to have ranch. So for five years as a server, I got to say. We don't have ranch. And people would just have to deal with the fact that we didn't have ranch. <laughs> How- when you see the chef 
And then the chef's like, I, do, I don't want you fucking ranch lovers in my restaurant. Get the fuck out of here. Like, it, it's you know, it's I food. Here. Good food. Exactly. But as you guys, <laughs> as you guys, as you guys heard, I said the first five years, right? <gasps> so eventually, the management team got so much shit about us not having ranch in the restaurant. Chef came up with a sandwich that had ranch on it to justify the ranch. So technically, it was there for a reason. Whoa. Okay, everybody wins. Everybody Let's wins. Take down the wall. So now instead of saying, so now instead <laughs> yeah, of being yeah. like, we don't have ranch, now we're charging a particular price for ranch. Now, as servers, you guys understand. Oh, that's, it's, and it's, you should. That would be another thing. You should just be like, oh, yeah, you want ranch? That's $7. <laughs> no, no. But, and a side of ranch, that's $7.72. But have you ever just gone to the kitchen and be like, hey, guys, give me a side of ranch. Just give me a side of ranch. I don't want to deal with this. I'm not ringing it in. Just give me the side of ranch. We never did every that. Server, every server. Every server in, in in the Midwest ever. If you want if they wanted three ranches, I would charge them for three ranches. If they wanted 10 ranches, I would charge them for 10 ranches. And because I'm fairly confident I may never be serving again, I feel completely comfortable saying this was the only instance where I would be an asshole about charging people for sides of sauce. This is it. <laughs> Ranch only. That was the only condiment. Honey mustard on the house. Yeah. Fuck it. You want more ketchups? I'll sure. Whatever. But ranch? Because, because <laughs> and mouth. we had to have a staff meeting to talk about the fact that we were now going to have to do this. <laughs> oh, God. Which, is, is this they restaurant still... On, they brought you in on a Monday morning. No, it was is like a... restaurant still open? Was this the, the Yelp years? No, this was... this Randall? Smack Shack is still... Yeah, this was Yelp years. Smack Shack okay, is still... So there's got to be a whole shit ton of... Like that first... There's a five-year period on Yelp where all the reviews are like... This fucking restaurant, I came and I wanted some ranch, and they didn't have any fucking ranch. And, and I said, well, I want to speak to the manager. And the manager was like, we don't have any fucking ranch. And I was like, this can't possibly be. How are you a restaurant? Randall just looked <laughs> at him like, hey, that valley's hidden. We can't get it. We haven't found the valley. It's not oh, on the map. Guys, Tell us where the valley is. You guys will love, I hate, I hate doing this. This is one of my favorite ones, right? So I had, God, black people are going to kill me for this. So... <laughs> So there was this table, 14 black people, one white woman, right? Tables going as a table of this manner may in fact go. We all know what I'm talking about. We'll move forward. So at one point, one of the women says, you know, you're doing really good, but we haven't gotten our Cheddar Bay biscuits. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me? She was like, the Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Where are the Cheddar Bay Biscuits? And I was like, hold on for a second. I'm going to go get my manager. I'll be right back. So I go find my manager and I say, say, John, we need to have a conversation. And he says, what's up? And I say, well, John, for whatever the reason, the table at such and such place uh, is wanting Cheddar Bay Biscuits, which we do not serve. <laughs> so this wasn't Red Lobster? No, it was not. But we did serve okay. seafood. So um, I say to him, I'm not sure how to tell this woman we don't have that without being a complete asshole. So I'm going to ask you to go deal with this situation so I don't get fired. <laughs> Anything I say is going to come out wrong. I can't think of a way to answer this question without losing my job. 
Can you please go talk to them? And he did. He was really sweet about it. He went over and talked to them. He told them we got them some baguette, which they were annoyed with. <laughs> this ain't no cheddar bay biscuits. This is not the carb we asked for. So that's how I started this table. We bring them their food, and then I come to the table, and this white woman has put this white substance on top of her collard greens. Now, I want you guys to understand that there is no more sacred food to me in this world than collard no. greens. No. She put it's ranch on collard no. greens. No. Wait, wait. It gets better. Wait. It gets better. Remember how I said that we didn't have ranch in the restaurant? No. She it's brought her ranch. own ranch. <laughs> She knew. It gets she, better. A no. Woman, she looked up on Yelp. She's like, this place doesn't have ranch. I'm she did. My fucking white lady purse. She had come earlier and was like, she had come another time and she was like, you guys didn't have ranch. So I brought my own ranch. Wait, Joe, it gets better. It gets better. It gets so much better. What else you have? And then I was like, wait a second. Tell me she brought Cheddar Bay Biscuits. She did, did not. She Cheddar Bay Biscuits in the purse? That would be hilarious. She brought our, her own hot sauce. Her own store, home-bought store, big-ass bottle of Red Hot's hot sauce. Because we have Tabasco. And she doesn't like Tabasco. So imagine the quandary in my head as a black person. I'm watching this white person not only desecrate collard greens, but she brought all of it with her. And the black people with her were just like, whatever. I just need to. I was yeah, like, like that illegal. Illegal. Bring her own hot sauce. I had to explain to her that you're not supposed to bring your own condiments. And in which she then said, Well, if you guys had ranch, I wouldn't have brought this with me. Randy, my, my approach to this whole thing as a server would have been to bring up the sandwich that has ranch on it for them and then just tell them to scrape it off. We didn't have it at that point, <laughs> which is why we had to do why we had to do this. Now, Randall, do you think that that was the only two things of condiments that were in her purse? No. I'm sure she had mustard. <laughs> barbecue sauce. Had, uh, yeah, barbecue sauce. She had a little bit of and everything like in there. Wine. Yeah, anybody need anything? I was. She said, no, it's. Joe, at that point, I was already confident that my percentage for the day had been screwed up, so I didn't care. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm imagining, you know how some restaurants on their door have, mm-hmm. like, the, the they don't allow people to, to conceal and carry? Yeah. You know, where they show the pistol, and, but instead yeah, it's, just a, it's just a bottle of ranch with an X through it. Like, we don't allow you to bring it. Yeah, no, that's... And then, I guess, what else? Uh, in that same... Re- Did they also bitch that the shrimp was I can't endless? even imagine what collard greens would with ranch would I don't want to it was horrifying it was the most horrifying it, like it was ranch. like it just, ranch masks everything it was the most horrifying just, thing I'd ever seen in my life it was so weird like uh, and I'm the only black server on staff so like I don't even I don't even have anyone to commiserate with I'm just <laughs> I'm just sad and back just not knowing what to do with myself it was it was a very interesting situation. I had to have a conversation. At, this is my macaroni grill, my favorite macaroni grill. Stupid. Because, like, people say there are no stupid questions, but those people have never been servers. No. I stick to that. <laughs> a woman asked me, with all seriousness, how meaty our bolognese and meatball dish was. 
How meaty is your meat sauce? Was the words that she said. Like a nine? Surprisingly not that <laughs> And I was like, yeah. I don't understand. Like, what are you Mostly looking for? Water. Are we talking like ratio? Are we talking like, because you're ordering a bolognese sauce. Do you know what a bolognese sauce is? And she's like, yes. And I was like, so you understand that this is a, basically a meat reduction sauce. <laughs> the meat is in the sauce. Yeah, it's just, meatballs. if it's and done, it pretty much everything. becomes the sauce. Yeah, like if it's done correctly, there's just a bunch of like dense kind of saucy meat. Like, is that what you want? Do you want more sauce? Do you want more liquidy? What do you want? She's like, well, I just want to know how meaty it is. And I'm like, I don't know how to. And luckily, see, normally everyone at the table is an idiot. So you have to deal with everyone. You guys know this. But luckily yeah. for me, her friends were just as horrified at the stupidity of this as I was. Okay. Well, that's, that's a blessing. It was. Her friend looking at him like, and eventually her friend was like, just bring her the spaghetti and meatballs and we'll tell her how living works when you come, like before, <laughs> we'll help her out. I'm so sorry. You're going to get such a great tip. That makes, that makes life okay when you're a server. Doesn't it? Because all those other instances, like where they like, I love when they belittle the friend, the idiot yeah. friend at the table while you're still there, but you yeah. have to act, you can't have too big of a smile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's, that's why serving with a mask now is amazing I'm sure it is that's my favorite part of the mask is that I can just sit there and just under my breath like you fucking like okay yeah of course uh, my, fav- my favorite one of those Randall I worked for Famous Dave's for okay. seven years I had a table once I come up to him and I go what are your vegetarian options <laughs> and they, the rest of the table too just did the whole like what what are you doing <laughs> All right, fine. We I, I have a, I have a few of these. This, this is this is even funnier. This is the best. At the seafood restaurant I was working at, um, I dropped a chipino. Would you guys? Everyone understands what a chipino is. Um, San Francisco. Uh, it's a San Franciscan style seafood dish. Um, it's generally made up of mussels, clams, uh, shrimp. We did ours with lobster. It's a, it's basically, yeah, it's a beautiful dish. We all, did you just see all of our faces, Randy? Yeah, I did. We just went from not knowing what Topino was to being like, I want that. Yeah. That's why I did this for 20 years. I'm really good at that. So, um, I, I drop it and (laughs) I open up in front of the woman. She takes a look at it and she's, this is what she says. She said, is there any shellfish in this dish? (sighs) And I say, We're looking at the most shellfishy. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was like, Yes. Why? She's like, I have a shellfish allergy. So I put the lid on top of it and take it away from her. And she's like, Can I not eat that? And I was like, No, you can't eat that. Not at all. This is death. With a side of an EpiPen. And she, she was like, Well, why didn't my server know that I couldn't eat that? And I was like, she, That's what she said. That's what she said. Why did my <laughs> server not know not to give me the thing that can kill me? Oh, so God, I had to... such a delightful. Isn't it so great to not have to wait tables anymore? To like where you know that you're not going to do that anymore? Not yes. Sorry. Uh, see, like, see, this I, is the thing. I, Matt, I everybody else on this panel. Matt, this is the thing. And this is what I figured out over doing this as long as I've done it. To serve a long period of time, you have to create a mask. You have to create literally 
a genre of person that you are when you are in the restaurant. And the moment that that mask gets one chip in it, just one, it's almost like you're just you now you're on a timetable of how long you can do this. And what's even worse is vacations. Don't ever t- if you are a server, don't ever take a 10 day vacation. <laughs> don't ever do it. Because you'll never go back. Because you want to know why? Matt, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because the restaurant will still be there. It'll still be running. It'll still be working. Everyone will still have their jobs. And all of a sudden, it will be very plain to you that the grind of what you were doing, like, it doesn't matter if you're there or not. And that's, and that's how they get you. Like, and that's how the life gets you. Because you start to think that, like, you, for whatever the reason, are the difference between a service going right and a service going wrong. They have to make you think like that. Otherwise, you wouldn't come in on a Sunday morning. You would never work a brunch. No, no, I'm, I, 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 I'm, I am well aware. <laughs> I, I've, I've gone on vacation, and I, I'm just a sucker. Um, but, do you, but, do you, but you understand I, what I, I'm saying, Stockholm right? Syndrome. I'm just I keep, uh, I keep identifying with my captors. Uh, no, it's I was there. No, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Because I, I was there. I, I understand it. And if I didn't have a wife and I didn't have a family, I would probably, honestly, still be there right now. It's a like if you if you use it correctly and you do it and you enjoy it and you work with a group of people who are good at what they do and you know then it's easy to do but the moment that you start not wanting to be there that's the time to go cuz you you it, you just can't hide it anymore you know what i'm saying like there's only yeah. so many times you can watch someone let their kid play with sugars on your table but before you say what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> Actually, uh, I, I got written up once because I stopped a child from downing salt, and the parents, instead of thanking me, the kid got down like got down like literally half an inch in a salt shaker. Just the parents were just you know not paying attention, and I go I go well, honey, no, you don't want to do that. That's that's not good for you. And I got a called in the manager's office like half, uh, half the day later because I was working a double, and that was at lunch and at dinner. I was like uh, we just got a call. From a very angry woman who said you called her child a disgusting, uh, disgusting little girl for uh, doing a downing salt. Well, and I go, was. yeah, I was trying to get her from not having, uh, you know, sodium poisoning. Like that's not good. She's like a four-year-old little kid. And the parents weren't paying attention. They're like, yeah, just let the kid. My manager just looked at me and goes, just let the kid drink the salt. Wow. Just let oh the God. kid drink the salt, bro. No, I literally had to sign a thing saying, oh, well, I guess I was a bad person for not making sure this child got sick. Next um, time, I would let them. No, I, I love the uh, the customer that gets mad at you for not knowing their either their 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 their, their allergies or their uh, like religious exemptions for food. Do you ever get that? Ever um, get people like I can't I can't eat that after they ordered something that like is clearly against, you know, whatever religion they are to be completely like, so like I went to culinary school. Um, and so I, by not only did the serving thing, but I was cooking for a good amount of time. And so like, I, I was really good about those types of things, but like the people who say like they have celiac disease and don't are the people that I hate the most because (sighs) 
you were you're you're playing a like you're playing it's a ridiculous game and it's unnecessary if you have a glute an intolerance and a celiac issue are two completely different things and to be completely honest it's really to and if you know if to the people who are listening out there just i'm just saying be frank with your server in this situation like if you have a gluten intolerance good tell me i'll let you know i'll deal with it but a celiac issue is so that's much like different real shit yeah. yes that's like hi my small intestine literally will kill me if you give me this fucking there is <laughs> there's so much that a kitchen has to do for yeah. that situation that it's mm. aggravating for people to use it just because you don't like something. Oh, hi. I have celiacs. What can I get? Out? I mean... Brought food in your purse. You know, it's not It's not the easiest thing to deal with, but I feel like the people who have a celiac disease deal with it much differently than people who are just well, saying know. that. Yeah. No, they do their research. It's the yes. first... It's literally the first thing that they say. They're like, I have a celiac disease. These are the things that I have. I've talked to a manager... We've gone through this. That's what happens. So for all you people who are faking with your gluten intolerance, we all know that you're lying. Please stop. We and know. That is a whole different level uh, than the person that buys a uh, like a service dog vest online oh, just yeah, so yeah. they can bring their dog on the on the Amtrak train. Mm. It's like totally different. You're going to a different part of hell. Serious. I would get into that with you, but I would have, I would then be canceled. Why? <laughs> I would. Uh, Are bringing dogs on planes? Because that's how, like, fuck it. So. Did you see the the lady that brought the ostrich? That she tried to bring the service ostrich? I thought it was the peacock. Oh, no, you're right. I don't like. Peacock. I hate, and this is, this is the thing. I'm not fond of dogs. I don't dislike dogs. I'm not fond of them. So when I'm in a situation where I'm going out with friends, family, whatever, and it's a beautiful day, and I'm on a patio, and I'm eating, and then someone's Malamute drops down right next to me as I'm eating, I'm offended by that. But this statement is horrible to some people because they think that I'm attacking their dog. Matt, since we're talking about ridiculous write-ups, I got written up because I refused to pander to someone's dog. That was like... Their dog had celiac disease? Yeah, their dog. Can, can, can I get some gluten-free kibble up in here? Uh, they said that he seemed like... Tapino? The dog? <laughs> he seemed like he didn't like our dog, and our dog is cute. That's literally the complaint. Uh, see, that's some bullshit. And, and that's some bullshit that you have a Malamute walking up to your goddamn table while you're eating. That's also, that's some bullshit. And that is not the dog, that's the parent. That's just like shitty children. It is. It's the dumb parent who is not, like, when I bring my dog to sit on the patio, Momo's adorable. You, you like, it's, it, like, she won't fucking bug you. She'll sit over by me and just sit there. Like, she's, like, a, she's a, obedient and shit. It's like, none of these fucking dogs walking around, running around like it's a fucking dog. Like it's a dog park. I get it. Everyone loves their dog, but just like not everyone loves dogs like that. You yes, can just I get it. yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Thing with babies, like you want to hold my baby? No, no, I don't know. No, no, I just I don't know. Like I'm like wait wait hold on yeah I will hold your baby. Uh, Instagram all right selfie okay done here's your take your baby back. <laughs> So yeah, that's, that's that was my. Du- I'm, I apologize to anyone who was offended. 
Uh, you can find me. Send me an email. I'm a drug owner and I'm not offended. It's not changing at all. Like, it's just, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm a drug owner. I'm not offended. Also, I, by the way, with that baby photo, when I posted on Instagram, I posted uh, with, like, a hashtag, like, uh, hey, I found a baby. Hashtag, <laughs> say something, say something. <laughs> hashtag Amber Alert. Yeah, yeah Amber that's Alert. Amber Alert. <laughs> Joe. Oh, no, hashtag not like, an Amber Alert. That's one of my favorite internet videos of all time. These guys just found a baby, like, naked in the middle of the highway, and they picked it up, and they're like, hey, who lost a baby out here? Like, we called the cops, we've been waiting around for a half an hour, there's no mama. A whole white baby is what they kept calling a whole white baby in the middle of the highway. (laughs) That's bad. I don't think anyone's coming to pick up that baby. I'd like I mean, to see the where are you now. Maybe, uh, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> they just kept calling it a whole white baby. No, uh, <laughs> a whole white baby. Oh my Where's God. The where are you now for the whole white baby? <laughs> I would actually want to know. In the video, the mom actually like came around and she did like the whitest mom thing ever. It's like, oh, you little rascal. You got away from this kid was naked in the middle of the highway. That's that's <laughs> probably <laughs> meth. That's probably what that is. Am I going to get in trouble for that? No. I hope not. That's when you put a baby on the top of the van and you forgot it was there. <laughs> you just drove away, but, like, the baby hung on until the highway. <laughs> she was going so fast that the clothes exit. blew off. Am I the only one with kids here? Does anyone else have uh, kids? That we all know of? Okay. Yeah. I, because she's fine, I 100% locked my daughter in the car one time. Yeah. How old was she? Uh, joke about it now. No, no, no yeah, right? it's hilarious now. Yeah, she's still alive, so it's fine. There was, there she was, was four. The AC was <laughs> Completely, like, I saw the keys, I saw her, and she was just like, hey. And I was like, this is horrible. This is really bad. And eventually, she, she was four. And she... So she was old enough to where you're like, unlock the door yep. for daddy. Yep. Unlock the two <laughs> yes. buttons. Push the button I told you never yep. to push. Yep, 100%. And luckily, <laughs> I had... God. She was just big enough, and the strap was just loose enough to where she could reach over and unlock it. But not... But No, 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 wait, Joe, don't do that. Oh, because okay. she did it just as I had sent the text to my wife that I had locked the baby in the car. No! I know! <laughs> Oh yeah, no one would have known. Just kidding, just kidding, hon. No, she was like, I just wanted to see your reaction. Uh, (laughs) I found a whole white baby on a fucking. This was uh, a parenting (laughs) test. (laughs) Yeah, then you sent her the whole white baby video. Yeah, no, I I got the idea from this. That's no, you'd be you'd be surprised. It's it's everyone makes it out like it's like you yo you you'd be surprised how often you like lose your kids. You. she threw her hats and gloves and mask out of the car one day when I wasn't paying attention. So like we, <laughs> so we got somewhere and she was just like, "No mask, where is it?" I threw it out. What? <laughs> when? At the last store. Well, let's go back. I guess we're going home. <laughs> it just makes me think of uh, Home Alone, where John Candy is talking to. Uh, 
uh, he's talking to the mom. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, I left my kid at a funeral home. We picked him up a day later. Yeah. You'd be you'd be surprised how often you're like, I hope no one ever finds out that that happened. Except now I just put this on a podcast, so that's yeah, no one <laughs> the uh, ring is still on. Obviously, she's not pissed yeah. off. So have you lived it down, Randall, or does your wife still bring it up? Like, uh, okay, so you're gonna take the you're gonna take the kid on some errands? Don't fucking knock it in the car this time. You're like, that was six years ago. That's see, Joe. That's obvious. Like, that's what marriage is about. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about leverage. It's not over each other's heads. Yeah. It's <laughs> you it's a constant Rogers. battle for the higher ground. Damn it's it. a good relationship. It's funny that you say that because the relation, like, women are really great at turning the higher ground on you. And let me give you a secret to how they do it. They attach what you're, they're talking about to a feeling. So now the situation that you're talking about is attached to a feeling and you can't attack that feeling. So now you've like, you could be a hundred percent right. But then all of a sudden she says, this reminds me of this time. And this is how you made me feel. And now you go from like shooting down it to someone to looking up and be like, what did what? No! No! <laughs> Not this. Uh, into the heavens before my eyes. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no. But this is Jalen. You look like a youngin. Let me tell you a little advice. This is what you do when you get a girl in a relationship. You've been in that relationship for a little bit of time. She'll do this to you. Expect it. But what you got to do is you'll be in a conversation and she'll say, but you do this, right? And she'll say, when do I do this? And because you're a man and you don't have the memory in your head, you can't pull it up. It's unfair. It's an unfair fight. So this is what you do, Jalen. This is what you do. You wait until she does it again. And then you don't say anything. You just let it sit. And then you go and you find some paper. You write everything down. Write it all down, Jalen. You put down the date. You put down the time. You put down everything that you're feeling. And you wait. You put it in like a drawer or somewhere where you can run get it when you need it. Because what will happen is, because she's a woman. You get one of those little diaries with the yeah. little lock on it? Yeah, one of those. That'll work, too. You, yeah. you wait. Because she's going to start a fight with you eventually. Oh, yeah, your fight book. And you're going to say... You do this. And she's going to be like, when do you do this? And then you say, hold on. And you hold run to that piece of paper. And you grab it. And then you I give it to her. documentation. Exactly. Like in your finger to flip the pages. I'm just picturing it like an, account, like an accountant. Or, or no, 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 like a court reporter reading it back. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Actually, um... Okay, so it's on April 11th, uh, yeah. 2021. Oh, yep, yep, okay. And you said... Yeah, that's exactly, that's literally exactly how it happened. And she couldn't do anything. She was just stuck. Well, the tough thing, Randall, is that we're really bad at sharing a bed. So all of the the arguments happen because we disagree about what half of a bed is. Oh. 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 You know what, Jalen? You should, she should come home one day and then you just have two fucking... Two singles. Get rid of that one. Put two singles in yeah. there. Do it, do it <laughs> like the TV shows that Joe watches. 1950s style. Jalen, yeah. do you do you really care about this enough to go to war for it? 
Exactly. God, no. Then God, stop. No. Then I, just, I will take my one third of a bet. Look, it's That's just, bro, it's, it happened. Like, my <laughs> wife, she pretends, she's like, what are you talking about? I take over the bed. If you saw me when I woke up in the morning, you'd be like, how do you even sleep like that? It's literally on this small wedge of area. I'm a 6'11, 250 pound black guy. There's no way. I should be sleeping on the small amount of space that I have, but I've been conditioned because I love a woman, and that's how it works. Just lose this. Ba- just well, lose how, the battle. How big is the bed? How you, big is the bed, Randall? Queen. We have a queen. It's a comfortable. No, you gotta go California king. Oh. It's gotta be the whole room. You can't even open the door anymore. You have to like sit fucking <laughs> in to the fucking bedroom because it's all bed. I hate even the. That, this is the king. Still be sleeping on the edge. This is the thing. Then it you're, feels you're, like you're, it you're literally. Don't have a wife, Joe. It really oh, feels I, like I, there's I nothing there. I hate the king. Every time we go to a hotel, and we have the king. It feels like I'm swimming in the ocean. Like I like having her close enough to where she takes. It's just. <laughs> I'm condi- I'm domesticated. Yeah. Is that you like? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm up. I'm up. I'm I'm a giant, and I sleep fetal position on the edge, precariously. And she's actually kicked me off the bed before. Be happy that that woman wants to sleep in the same bed as you. <laughs> yeah. That's what you should be happy about. Joe Cogazello hey, fucking so like just get two singles when we first and like make dating. her fucking deal with it. It's like, oh yeah, I, I'm single no, for a reason. Just, it's easier. Dating, she had a single. And we used to sleep oh. on a single together. Jalen, oh. when you first started dating, doesn't count anymore. Just let it go, bro. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, let yeah. it go. The good old days. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. yeah. Those those are those are old times when you were in love and you're you're domesticate, you're you're in the process of domestication. <laughs> yeah. Just be okay with it. Yeah. Do you want to be one of those single guys out there? No. Do you want to be Joe at 430? <laughs> oh, hey, I'm sorry. Wow, that felt like a sideline. That was aggressive. I'm sorry. I'm just championing the young boy. I didn't, we're not attacking Joe. Joe's. You know what? I'm done with that. I'm done with the, your background. You know what? I like, I'm going to go back to like fucking where places is cool, not where mean people live. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go to Northern Lights again. There we go. Yeah, uh, that was my plan the whole time. Uh, Randall, What's back, up? back to what we're. Um, so you, you you've worked at all these restaurants. Yeah. Uh, so like, as a server, you, you you one of the things that always bothered me is the people who try to do the impossible substitutions. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Uh, can you think of like I can think of off the top of my head a bunch of just people who like like hey uh, I I don't want I don't want fries. Can I get can I get a, a another sandwich? Yeah. Can I substitute? No. No one. No one has ever said that. Yes, they have. They have. Uh, Someone has actually said that to me. That is not an appropriate substitution. No. No. Or, or my favorite. Oh, sorry, Matt. Uh, My favorite. My favorite by far is when they don't want enough of a dish to now that is no longer what they were ordering in the first place, and then complain that they don't like what they got. And as a younger server, I would be like, I am so sorry about that. Like, I would have feelings. <laughs> but as an older server, I was like, you're an idiot. Of course, you're not going to like. There's 12 items in the dish. You took out six of them. Of course, you're not going to like that. I don't even I'm care. You're not going to like the vegan bolognese. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> that's not meaty. There's no butter noodles. That's just if that's, you know, like if that's where you're at, then just don't order that. You don't want that. Order the salad, but you don't want the lettuce. 
I've gotten that before where they want, they literally want everything else that's in there. So they want like the candy pecans, the bacon, the, the carrot sticks, the, you know, the shaved carrots, but they did, it was like this, like, you know, and the chicken, but they didn't want the lettuce, which is, you know, what makes up, you know, 90% of the fucking salad. Yes. What alternate dimension do you work in? It's called the service industry, Jalen. We know that you have Jalen's the only one who's never waited tables here. Before. Oh, really? I've never waited. I've never waited. I was a line cook. And That's, I will say, I, Jaylen, I did have to make a feta bacon grilled cheese. J- see, and I like get it. See, Jalen, you were only on like the anger, like the only place where you could show your anger. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Matt, I was eventually going to get to this, but this is, this is the best, like, <laughs> Only so many people, there are only so many people, literally, who have ever done what I've done, which is literally cook in the kitchen from eight to three and then hop off the line to then go serve from four to one. That's the wrong order. That is definitely the wrong order to do that at. And so, yes, it is, but it's the most profitable order to do that in. Yeah, but financially, it makes way more sense to do it that way. Yeah. But I'm like, daytime serving, you don't make money. You're all hot and sweaty in the kitchen, and then and mad. No, nope. then you go. On the I would go. No, you're not. No, you're having a great day in the kitchen. The time that I was you doing get to it. Say all the shit that your server friends can't say when uh, when they're on the floor. Yeah. And then they come back, and you're like, "Oh, you got a bunch of dildos, huh?" No. Nah. And they're like, "Yeah, it's a fucking six top of dildos." Yeah. <laughs> or like See you next Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> a six top of dildos. Or like complain about it, like complain about a ticket that came in day side to then. Ring that ticket in night side. Exact same shit. Exact same yeah. shit. And then go over to the line and have the cooks look at me like, Oso, por qué? <laughs> I was always Oso, every kitchen I worked at, which is bear in Spanish. Yeah. Oso grande. Maybe they just thought you were gay. Maybe I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's like they're just trying to hook you up with their cousin. No, not. I mean, but I would have been so much bigger than their cousin. Like, <laughs> like it's. I loved working with four foot eleven Ecuadorians because they're so they're so scrappy and stabby. Yeah, what is the tiny homosexual Ecuadorian uh, gay animal? Uh, I don't. What would be? I don't know. Uh, honey animal? badger, I guess. Uh, 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 some sort of uh, I don't I don't I don't, I don't even Wolverine know or something possibly. <laughs> have you guys ever have you ever guys ever accidentally called the Ecuadorian a Mexican? I don't suggest doing that. Oh shit! Yeah. Look out, duck. <laughs> That's <laughs> duck. Oh <laughs> uh, man! So like you've worked in the kitchens and stuff too. Like we always had uh, any characters that you can think of that you've worked with uh, that stand out in your mind. Um, I mean. Yeah, but, like, the line is such a different beast than serving. Just from a a mental standpoint, the line is, like, in serving, you can find 15 different ways to solve a problem. Yeah. In the kitchen, there is no other way to solve a problem but to do it. There is, like, the tickets are coming they're running, you're hearing them, but it doesn't matter. You don't, you just bang it out. Like there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to hide. It's just you and the five short human beings that you're in this kitchen with. And you're just, you're cook. You have no choice. You have no choice. It's either get off the line or 
That's it. It is. I've been thrown off. We always reach in for the, you're like, they're like, oh, bear, get the plates on yes. the shelf. Yes. Bear, get the plates. Yeah. Your bear, get the thing from the Also, shelf. plato. Also, plato. Also, papas. <laughs> and then you know Frankie. The vegetables that were on the top part of the cooler. And then Frankie, my favorite Ecuadorian, would always be like, Jesus, por qué? Anytime I messed up, it was, Jesus, por qué? <laughs> it was hilarious. Just also, por, please, oh, Jesus, por qué? Jesus, por qué? That's like he would just walk around me just all the time. Um, <laughs> J bombs. Yeah. Asking Jesus, why? But I mean, I meant like the, if if I had to go back like to working in the service industry, the kitchen, and I could, it would be the kitchen every time because I felt so much gratitude and so much like self worth working for those ten hours and like, and it's not that being a server didn't feel good, but I feel like I was maneuvering and I was like, you know, in the same way that you're doing a set and you're kind of adapting a set to where you're at, you know, like you can, there's so many different ways when you're on the floor to get to where you want to get to in the kitchen. It's just, we're just like, it's like, I wouldn't say it's war, but that's how we feel. It feels like it's us versus the customers versus the servers and it's, we just got to get it done. Like, it's just no, there's no question. And I, I miss that. I miss that camaraderie. I miss just the heat. I miss, miss the, also hitting on waitresses as a line cook. Oh, yeah. uh, I was married the entire time that I was working oh. in the kitchen or in a long. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yes. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah, that the cooks it. when when new when, like, it's like it's kind of like in prison when the when the the new person like fresh meat, but it's like instead it's just a bunch of line cooks and you can just all watch their heads turn as the nude girl walks by. Yeah, every time you could set your watch to it, just they're all their heads just immediately. Even even the female line cooks just like immediately just like fresh meat. Yeah, but the females line cooks were there's a little bit more bitterness versus the men's line cooks where it's. A little bit more well, desire. No, it's still, there's still the head turn and the, the stare. That was definitely that. a head turn. Definitely turn and stare. You were a hundred percent right with it. Like the, it's the same energy gets expelled. There's so much energy that gets expelled working in a restaurant. All different levels, all different positions, front of house or back of house. Mm-hmm. But it's more fun to work in in back of house as a cook because you. Yeah, you have to get this. It's you have to get this shit done, but you at least get to be yourself doing it. Yeah, like you, you know, like you're like you get mm-hmm. to like hear stories. Everybody's talking, you know, or you just everybody's got to cook it out. Like you just cook, you cook through the rush, and then you have a minute of reprieve. Yeah, just, for sure. Okay, get all these fucking pans to the <laughs> the guy in the back, and then but at least you're you get to be. You don't have to wear the mask and do the dance. Yeah, I think that's. And it's, I think that's really how tow. Oh, I for sure. The cow. That was the fucking the service part of serving. Yeah, <laughs> like it was weird. It's not, it's not in the title. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just um, I I had so much fun and I I I loved it so much. But like, I I being a father is something that's so important to me, honestly, and my like spending that time with my kids like that's and when i realized that that's what i was missing i just was like i need a change i need to figure that out um and so that's why um i'm currently working for a wine company as their merchandiser slash apprentice consultant and it's it's the closest thing i can get to serving without 
actually having to be on the front lines of it, which makes me really happy. Um, so you're selling two restaurants now, right? Yep. Is that, is that what you're yep. Yeah. Um, I have a couple this, restaurants. This, 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 this vintage is doing very well in you know whatever market. Sure. Specifically, um, you got to get your vintner words up. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's definitely learning a different line of thinking, but really, on some levels, it's just like I have a really big section, and that's really about it. It's you know, it's just knowing how to sell, and that's as a server. The difference between an order taker, I hate, okay, and we all hate this because this is the most managerial comment that we all are familiar with, but there's a difference between an order taker and a server and a, and a, and a salesperson. There is. And the really good servers, the really good servers, it's more of a psychological thing than just a, I can, I literally can teach any monkey on the planet how to do the very basic things that we do. But the, oh my God, Randall! I would totally eat at that restaurant. You shouldn't. It would probably the monkeys be monkeys or servers. It wouldn't like, be served safe at all. Wouldn't I know be... they're throwing their feces. That was day <laughs> one, and then like they, that shuts down. The health department is. But what I loved was like turning someone's day. That's what I loved. I loved someone being angry and aggravated when they got into my section, and when they left, they were happy that they had a great time, and. If that's not we're doing, you know, if that's not what we're doing as comics, then we're missing out. You know, I think and I know that we're talking about food service and we're all comics and we're trying to find the similarities and whatnot. But I feel like I personally would love it if as comedians we got away from shitting on the audience. Yes. Like, I just I just I just want to get like I know and I know this isn't what we're here for at this moment, but like. As a comic, as someone who who loves what we do, why are we shitting on the people who are coming to see our show? Yes. Why? Thank you. It's like you wouldn't do that to a table. You would never do that to a table unless you wanted to get fired. So why are Honestly, you doing... I don't think enough comics are doing enough upselling anyway, though. I think that's also a problem. <laughs> but yeah, they, never, they never even offer dessert. They just bring the yeah, fucking check they out. Just, the comics are... <laughs> But don't you want that little bit, like, I don't know, and maybe it's just, but I'm maybe, sorry, and, no, it's fine. I just, this pandemic has given me an opportunity to look at my passions and be like, why am I not living for these things? Why am I not, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like, why am I not, yes. why am I not pushing the thing that I, like, I got up, and, yes. and this is like everybody else, but this, and I know this is, I feel so soapboxy right now, and I hate being this person, but Dude, like. Bro, bro, you're the guest, bro. But like, what is it? <laughs> not as of yet. Yeah. But um, when you go to an open mic, right? Why are you there? Are you there just to be seen there? Are you there to work? And then when you get up, there might be four or five people who aren't comics. There are only so many people at an open mic who aren't comics. Why are you shitting on the fact that these people are there? Why are you trying your best to get these people to walk out? while you're up so there's no one else for everybody else and that's a whole nother conversation and joe you don't want to and i know you guys know what i'm talking about i just oh yeah oh, yeah. oh i run them i've been, open mic. I've been yeah. so angry about that for years randall like it's, it just me insane these people like, actually came out to why show why they and, like you they why are you shitting on them yeah like well i'm trying to forget they, about they, well comics this is their special little club 
It's theirs yes. and no one else's. But it's dollops. And I and, these outsiders. And I get that. And, and I get that. My thing. I get that a hundred percent. I I do. I just this is a. I feel like this is a new time for all of us to just yes. look look at what was and say this isn't what we want this to be because this isn't what we want us to be. Like, and I I of uh, I I had. You know what? If he has a problem, he'll get at me. But Ali Salton told me, if you love this, embrace this. And if you're embracing this, that means that you have to take responsibility, a little bit of responsibility for what's around you. And I feel like in my time in the scene, I was very more concentrated on the on what I thought my like what I thought my comedy was and what it should be. And not taking enough time to like tell someone like, hey, like you were really good or make honestly make someone that's new comfortable doing something that is scary. Like they're just, you know, like the new people. And and we have this once again, we all know we have this conversation all the time. And once again, guys, I'm really sorry because I know we were trying to stay and you can edit this. But like, I don't know where this is coming from at this moment. Specifically, but I feel this. Passion, bro, let it out. I feel this very strongly. Like there was when I started, there was there was I don't I it just felt differently than now, right? And I luckily have a performance background before I got into comedy, so I was really sure of myself from just a stage standpoint. But there are people who aren't, and I, I feel like we need to do a better job of not being. I don't want to say assholes and I don't want to say, yeah, gatekeepers is a really good term for that. like, we have a lot of clicks now and like it's instead there is, there should be one click and that is being a fucking stand-up comedian or being a comedian, being an entertainer for and sure. It's like we're all part of a fucking special club. So, act, so treat each other like it. And not only that Joe, but like it's the responsibility of comics who are doing yes. a little bit better to just like not even like you don't have to glad hand anyone. You don't have to take anyone in your wing if you don't have to. But like, right. if a comic says something funny, or does something funny, and you're an older comedian who's been doing this for enough time that you can take someone aside and be like, "Hey, you really made me laugh. Here's a little nugget to help you along. I'll share this story only because I feel like it's appropriate." Before I started doing comedy. I was serving at Barrio in Edina. I was leaving. My shift had ended. It was a rainy day. I had made crap. I got cut. As I'm walking out, Louis Anderson is sitting at the bar. Oh, snap. Right? Now, everyone else on staff was like, oh, crap, that's Louis Anderson. But I was like, I'm thinking about doing comedy. He's here. Why not at least ask? Right? Right. So I go to Louis and I'm like, hey... I'm thinking about doing comedy. You're Louis Anderson. Like, can you tell me some of your thoughts? Like, if you're busy, that's fine. But, and we sat there for an hour and a half. And Louis gave me something that I used. He gave, he taught me how to build a set. Like, on the spot. Gave me a diagram. I still have the diagram. It's in every one of my writing notebooks. I have it right now. And from you know, that, like, 
Do you know my nephew, Josh? Yeah. No, I didn't know Josh. I have, and it's funny because I talked to Josh about this like a month ago. Um, <laughs> but what Josh told me was like, he was like, yeah, I talked to my uncle about that when you told me that story. And he, what he told me was the reason he gave you that information is because you asked for it. You walked up to the dragon and you asked it how to spit fire. And not everybody does that. That's a beautiful metaphor, but then I'm just thinking of Louis Anderson as a dragon, and that just makes me. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird because he talks like that. I thought that was just a thing. So that was like, it took me a little bit mentally to be like, oh, wow, he talks like that. But having, after that soliloquy, and I apologize about that, more than anything else, he didn't have to give me that. At all. No. He could have told me to no. fuck. He told me he could have brushed me aside, which was, com- to be completely honest, well within his right to do so because he had earned that. But if Louis Anderson can talk to a random guy for an hour and a half and give him what later will be the way that I've built every single set that I've ever written, whether I knew it consciously or not, then us down here in the middle can take the time to say something nice to one of these new people when they do something good. How else are you supposed to, I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know this is dog eat dog. And I know that we are all trying to expand our art. Right. But I think that we can do it in a better way. If you see a guy being weird to a girl and you see it, find a, a good, you don't have to be an asshole. You don't have to be like, hey, fuck yourself. Just walk up to her and be like, hey, let's, what's going on? And then pull her out of that situation and then talk to her. And if she's good, let her go back. And if not, yeah. you pull her out of a situation that may, like, you know, it's it's just that little shit. And like, as I said, it's I don't. A, it's a quote from Paul Wellstone that I always think about. We all do better when we all do better. Exactly. Jeez. And like, I don't seriously, I'm sorry. My brain is such fucking, do you hate, don't you guys hate as a comedian sometimes when your brain goes too far? Like you're like, Hey, that Paul Wellstone quote. Uh, and my brain went pull up. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) too soon. Too soon. It's it's way too soon, but it's like, Oh Oh, no guys. So (laughs) when Sid Hartman, you guys know Sid, when Sid Hartman died, um, my dad works for the paper. I've known Sid Hartman for a really long time. Uh, I, my dad texts me, Sid Hartman dies, and I text him back. So let me get this straight. He gets out of seeing the rest of the Viking season. <laughs> and then I had to call my dad a day later because he didn't say anything. I was like, was that too soon? He was like, yeah, that was that was a bit too soon. Bit too Sorry, soon. Dad, this is how I deal with tragedy. Sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> But and once again, oh, I'm sorry, guys. Edit that rant as long as whatever you need. But like, I just we've had we've had stranger ones on this podcast. So don't worry about it. And I, plus, we're all comp and we talk. We love comic talk shop. I mean, yeah. that's, that's what we all do anyway. That's so. I mean, that's I miss that so much. I miss like being at a show and just like I don't think I've laughed this consistently this hard for a really long time. So like, <laughs> thank you so much for letting me be on your podcast. We can get back to the subject. Hey, no, it's so glad to before, have you, man. Um, By the way, uh, Randall, like it's I've been this COVID has taught me like I want to do my job, my passion for a career. And I was like, oh, shit. What's my passion? What do I really want to do? What would I love doing? And I figured it out, dude, at Zamboni Driver. That would be dope. 
I'm gonna fucking I would love to drive a Zamboni for just a career. I think that would be delightful. <laughs> No one send that to Josh before I do. (laughs) (laughs) We might not even use your image for the podcast. That's fine. (laughs) Yes, please do. Oh my god, that's phenomenal. Hold on, leave it out there for a second. That's a whole life of Louis that we're not... I'll just send it to you. Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm going to get in trouble for... I didn't do that. No, I think Louis Anderson would find that fun. First of all, you're going to have to use that picture just so people know what we're looking at. Oh, we do video. Oh, we do video. You didn't tell them we do video? Oh, really? They're all seeing this? We do YouTube as well, yeah, yeah. All right. We just started doing video right. recently. So as long as this episode doesn't go over two hours long, we'll be fine. Um, Driving any more stories from, like, any more stories back to kind of the, the, the awful service part of this podcast? What we're here for? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Joe, Joe derails us most of the time anyway. Yeah. Sweet. Um, and even if it's a guest, they... Matt blames it on me. Nice, it's, nice. Still, it's, it, you're infectious, Joe. It's, it's, yeah, it's you're like the coronavirus of this podcast. I like it. <laughs> I like it. And that I and that I think that I'll... built in a lab in China. Yes. Um, jeez, <laughs> let's see. I've done a lot of service. What happens when people eat bats. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. I got one. I got one. I got one for okay. you guys. Um, there are very few people who know this. Uh, just because of what, so what happened was, so I was working at Carmen nightclub. Um, does anyone remember Carmen nightclub or what that was about? I remembered. I never went in though. All right. Black people, hip hop club. Um, that, 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 that has no correlation on why I didn't go in, but all right. That's (laughs) it's fine. We're you're, I like you. I will vouch for you. I will stamp good white person card on you. So you're good. Um, all right. So to va- the- it's like you have to show your wrist. Yeah, That's a good white person. I got the band. I like, the I'll give you a card. Be like, Randall said I'm fine. Just let me know. Randall says you're gonna. You got a Randall Reed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You oh, got a Randall Reed white friend card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told him to start giving those out, but that's cool. Uh, <laughs> I watched. My grandfather, you in on this? Told him to start printing those out at Kinkos. I watched uh, Tavares Jackson get. Uh, beaten up on New Year's one year. What? Yeah, like the off year- the field. Off the field, uh, under my bar. <laughs> I like that. I like that. It's mean, but I like it. Yeah. I uh, so 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 you watch Tavares Jackson of the Minnesota Vikings? Yes. Get beaten up at a nightclub. Yes, it was lovely. <laughs> was, was there any context to it? Did Did you find out the story? Well, Matt, see, this is the thing. When you're a professional athlete, you make a bunch of money, right? Yes. Uh, okay. But when you're a drug dealer, you also make a good amount of money, but you're not a professional athlete. But you have to fight to do what you do. And Tavares was very notorious at the time for going to uh, nightclubs and pretending like he was a bigger deal than he actually was. Like, you should have been winning more games to be walking around the way you were. So one night, on New Year's Eve, um, he was talking a little bit of garbage to a group of drug dealers who were consistently in our club. And the drug dealers weren't happy and they were intoxicated. Uh, So they hit him in the forehead with a beer bottle. And then the four of them stomped him out in front of the bar I was working at. 
And wow. I was bar backing at the time. And like, I'm sitting at the bar. I watched him get hit. I watched him fall to the ground. And I was watching four people like stomp him out. And me and the bartender are like, are we jumping over now? And I was like, not at all. Not yet. Like, they look like they're pretty pissed. I'm not Just like. Just because I'm built like a lineman doesn't mean I'm protecting the quarterback. No. Okay? Oh, Just that's the fun. It's, Matt, you know, that's great because you said lineman. And when this happened, I visually looked over to see Bryant McKitty, uh, <laughs> Hutchinson. The entire offensive line is literally five feet away from where Tavares is at and stood up to watch him get stomped out. When the guys started... It was like the Vikings. It's just like watching a Vikings game. The, the lineman did nothing as the quarterback got stopped. There you go. And so eventually they started... When they looked like they were getting tired and they were done, me and the bartender jumped over the bar and pretended to be like heroes. All right, break it up. Break up the stop, 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 stop. You and, guys, you need to stop fighting. And the only reason that no one knows about this is because another Vikings player got tasered outside of the club that evening, and that was in the news. So I, <laughs> so I called everyone that I knew and was like, yo, hit me up tomorrow. I just watched Tavares Jackson get stomped out in front of my bar. Shit was hilarious. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> That's a weird voicemail to wake up to. Yeah. I got a bunch of calls. I, anytime anyone needs me to call them right back, just say that. <laughs> they just watch that's the code yeah, it's like, oh shit this is an emergency I gotta come bring, bring, bring. Vikings player got beat up yeah no that was the really crazy thing about working at a nightclub is seeing like how these guys operate in these types of situations um do you guys remember seventh pick to what it got Troy Tomlinson the wide receiver yeah. Was supposed to replace Randy oh, Moss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's how long Guy that couldn't was. catch yeah, yeah. pass. Drops. Just nothing drops. Uh, a friend of mine watched that guy get knocked out in a nightclub three nights in a row. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Wow. Come back for more. Yeah. Now we know why he couldn't catch. That's probably why he couldn't catch. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and besides that, I would say that the Gucci Man concert was the only... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, God. You got any more Vikings getting beaten up stories? No, but Gucci, <laughs> Gucci man didn't show up to the club one night. Like, imagine coming to a concert and then them telling you that the, like, the opening act comes on, the middle act comes on, and then they're just waiting for, like, the main act. So the night's going rowdy. The night's going on, night's going on, we're working, we're the busiest we've ever been. They keep on saying, like, the show's about to start, the show's about to start. And then about a quarter to one, they're like, Gucci's not showing up. Sorry. No. Armageddon. Oh, my God. <laughs> if, and I don't want to make this racial, but if, like, I just feel like white people would have done dealt with this much differently than my people dealt with it. <laughs> Have you ever been to a canceled Nickelback show? I've never been to a Nickelback show. Uh, so that's the test. <laughs> no, I I think there was a riot where Guns N' Roses like quit early or something like that. It was like yeah. in Buffalo. Really? I say. In yeah. Buffalo of all places. Yeah, the Buffalo yeah. incident. I think that's actually what it's called. Really? Yeah. They, they yeah. Just walked off stage after 20 minutes. 
and like they destroyed the town. The whole like, place like the Bills had won the Super Bowl. That and nightclub they, stopped keeping glass in the club because of that incident. Oh wow, man! Like that's how much like that's how much money that they, the owner must have lost on glassware because they were throwing the plastic. They were throwing glasses. They were start like they were breaking everything. It was the craziest thing that I'd ever seen, and I did not help to stop it at all. You're like, and I'm going to go on a smoke break. They're like, Randall, you don't smoke. You're like, I do now. I do. <laughs> that was, yeah, it was crazy. You need me? I'll be by the dumpster, which ironically isn't on fire. <laughs> <laughs> the first night I worked at a nightclub, I was taking trash out to the dumpster. And one of the bartenders who were, was quitting that night was making out with this chick, like, behind this car. And, like, I had seen him walking there. And so walking back, I was trying to, like, not go over there. And before I got back to where I took the trash back at, he was like, hey, hey, hey. I was like, what's up? And he was like, you didn't see anything. And I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. And he was like, I like that. I like that. <laughs> so, I, so I started to walk off and he was like, hey, come here. And I was like, what's up? And he turns to the chick. He's like, show Randall your titties. And she was like, vump. And that was my first night working at a nightclub. What's the next? Yes. That's I mean, I what preferred money, but that's a nice, you know, second. Appreciate it. I will remember that. Yes, I do. Not I, gonna remember. I didn't remember. I didn't see anything else, but I do remember. Titties. No, it was so, weird. You really? I walked out to take some trash out. I came back, and then some random titties just popped into my face, and I don't remember what happened after that. Just titties from heaven. It was a oh, very bright sky. light, and then there was these titties. And then that's all I remember. And then I was back by the dumpster. <laughs> oh. And I'm never listening to Gucci again. That's I'm I done. swear it was aliens. Honestly, Seven I've never. Titties. Gucci was what dead to me after that night. Titties. What was that? Gucci was dead to me after that night. Yeah. Ah, shit. He switched to Dolce & Gabbana after that. That, that was, was a good, a, yeah. No, Dolce & Gabbana is good. Dolce & Gabbana. <laughs> so. Burning your fat farm. <laughs> that was cr- like I don't know, man. Like if that happened, I just would have grabbed a bottle of really expensive liquor and just walked out with the act- just been like yeah, like the riot, just like oh, oh, they took that four hundred dollar bottle of whiskey. Weird. We had another night. We had a we had salsa night the next night. I couldn't. <laughs> That's- yeah, Gucci uh, man showed up for that. Yeah, yeah, that was the weird part. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Time for salsa. You're like, goddamn it! He was there to dance. Actually, it was. Oh, he wasn't even there to yeah. perform. I'm an enthusiast. Gucci <laughs> <laughs> Mane loves his salsa, and that's just yeah. That's New York City. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it can't not. Uh, oh, oh man. God. So rioting uh, <laughs> aside. Nightclub, like the nightclub scene is like, is one of the very few things I, I, I haven't done a lot of experience working in. So that has to be like, you know, fake IDs a lot, I'm sure. You sure? Did you have to, did you ever have to bounce or were you just more barback bartending? Barback, a little bit of bartending, um, which is funny because everyone assumes I'm a bouncer. Mm. Oh, you worked in a nightclub? Were you bouncing? No, I was not. I was what? serving you liquor. Or- I was actually the host. Yeah. <laughs> You oh, yeah. should have seen me in that little black dress. I fucking rocked it, okay? Fuck. I think you would look nice in a little black dress. I, 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 I have the legs for it. Um, 
no, but uh, uh, like that—that's that, a whole other like, especially like you, you're saying you uh, you worked in a predominantly black nightclub. Uh, you you're saying so they're saying like you like the the taser incident, you know, Tavares mm-hmm. Jackson getting stomped, uh, rioting because Gucci uh, decided to not be Gucci that night. Yeah, uh, you know, about Gucci, that's very Gucci. <laughs> It's not Gucci though, Joe. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, but like that, like that, like you, you, it was, it was at least a lot of like fighting was, it was something that was just, just part of the, the, part of the job. I mean, like, I wouldn't say it was part of the job. I would say that like it, you, it's, you have a bunch of drunk people trying to have a good time. Um, yep. you know, guys, it doesn't matter white, black, Mexican, Latino, like testosterone will put you in the stupidest situations that you can possibly be in. So it's not really a statement upon like this or that. I mean, it's just, I'm working on like a bit right now and I hate just, you know, it's an idea right now, but like, I think a lot of the issues between like Caucasian and black culture is based upon the, uh, misconception of volume. I can see that. Like, yeah. And it was funny. John Collard Greens. Cause there's that. That's, that's an actual, that's a sin. But like, just from a, like, my wife, who is white, will tell me all the time, you are the loudest person ever. That was always her comment. Until we went to Kentucky and she met the rest of my family. And then she was like, wow, you are the quietest one of all. That's crazy. And then I was like, Oh, I see. Because, like, let's take Braveheart, for example. When there's conflict, they're in a war. What do they do before they start fighting? Screaming. Yeah. So I think that white people generally misinterpret what's going on with black people because the volume's high. And they're like, oh, it's loud. There's probably negativity happening. And we're like, no, it's loud. We're having a great time. That's how we work. It's just... No, Italians are the same way, Randall. Oh, God. It's this, like, oh, this is such a loud family gathering. And it's like, welcome to Thanksgiving. But this is like, and it's just welcome funny. The, even Italian babies are yelling, shaking their little <laughs> fists. Their little tiny baby fists. <laughs> <laughs> little bundle of gabagool. You know. What the fuck are you looking at? They're like that baby smoking the cigar from like all the Warner Brothers, the Roger yeah. Rabbit cartoons. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, it's just, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to let say like this happens in a black club and this happens in a white club. Cause I don't want to spend nightclubs in general because again, I don't have a lot of experience. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. Um, it's just, when was the last time you've been to a white club? It literally is like, what type of, what type of club are you talking about? Cause I feel like, are we talking, you know, like at the time, you don't have a lot of 1940s good band clubs. You don't go, you don't go to a lot of them. No. You're not, you're not, you're not a, you're not a David Brubex. Of, no, my. Like 99% white states. Like we're still doing the Charleston. <laughs> the Charleston's a wonderful dance. It's it needs to come back. If of all the garbage that has found its way back in society, why hasn't the Charleston come back? Yeah, right. Agreed. If you can twerk, you can Charleston. This decade after the pandemic's done and we get the Roaring Twenties, Charleston's Born. back on. That's what's happening. I like it. We're calling it now. Awful prediction. The Charleston is going to come back for the twenty twenties. That's that's where we're at. Yeah. And and, and uh, music. 
And Randall, uh, Lauren Rice and I are going to, once we get out of this, the community and such, Lauren Rice and I are going to do a dance thing. So, we're, well, yeah, we're, we're working on bringing the Charleston back, bro. It's a dance class. That's the, so first, that's the first dance you guys have to teach. Teach youngins how if, to dance. If no one, if anyone can bring back the Charleston, it is you and Lauren Rice. Right? It's like, <laughs> and like, isn't that, wouldn't that be great to do these kids and they learn? Because like when you have to dance, you have to touch another human being in like approach. Mm. So it's like, oh, look, like, like now it's just getting people comfortable with touching each other again. I'm just like, oh, you know, like, it's like, and I do this and it's. Yeah. So we do. Yeah. So Randall, we don't just exist on this podcast to bring back. Uh, dead forms of dancing, All right. or uh, we're talking about <laughs> adorable, adorable Joe and Lauren being that way. I just it's, it makes me just okay. Collect myself. We're good. We don't just exist to talk about that or the nightclub scene or or even stand up comedy on this podcast. No, we also exist uh, to battle the scourge yeah. that is known as Karen. No. Uh, before we continue, Randall, though, I always like to ask our guest, how would you, Randall Reed, define what a Karen is? Uh, she is she is ignorant for sure. Um, uh, Karen is presumptuous. Uh, Karen's generally from the suburbs, but she doesn't have to be. And she is expecting things that she probably doesn't deserve or warrant, but demands. And she's generally a, like the, like the thing I love about Karens is that no one actually likes them anyway. And so it's just like their friend who's allowing them to act like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. And, and this is, it's funny because I was at uh, Crane last week and I went into this, I actually went, like, I unleashed a little bit of serving frustration and I was telling the kids about, um, so let's say, for example, you have a seven top and it's all women, right? What is the one thing that you have to do with the seven top, guys? Servers, there's one thing you have to do. What is the one thing? Say hi to them and thank them all for coming. No, no, no. It's, uh, it's more strategic than that. You're looking for something. All waters. Mm-hmm. Joe, what's your? Now, now you gotta, you gotta acknowledge the oldest broad first. Joe is online with what I'm saying. There is in a table of women. There is one. You not look at the youngest broad's tits. There's well, there's that. <laughs> That's a whole different issue. There is one queen <laughs> bitch. There's one. There's one oh, woman. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. one woman. Queen. At the table. Bow before the queen. The Uber Karen. And as long as she is happy, complimented, and have all the lemons that she needs, it doesn't matter if someone at the table doesn't get their food at all. Nope. As long as that one woman is smiling and is happy. All the other ones will go, they'll fall right into line. 35% order. every single time. It's the pecking order. 100%. And I would love to say that I know this in theory, but I've literally screwed up two people's at a table's order multiple times and still got a 35% because the angry woman Meanwhile. was paying and she was Meanwhile happy. I was so happy. <laughs> she was like, you are the sweetest. It was probably just the kitchen. Don't worry about it. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> well, Randall, uh, we have a, uh, a segment we do each and every week where we look at different Yelp reviews. Okay. Uh, 
Google reviews Facebook. Sometimes it's uh, handwritten notes or tweets. And it's a segment that we call uh, the Karen of the Week. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh, my God, Karen. Oh, my God, Karen. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Each and every week, uh, I test my limits of friendship and camaraderie uh, with fellow comic contributor and voice of Karen of the Week, uh, Rebecca Wilson. Who is phenomenal, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> was also working a lot lately, which is why she hasn't been on the show. Um, and uh, this is her with the, this week's Karen of the Week. We wanted to give this place a shot since we live in the area. But we were denied entry because we had an infant with us. We were excited to have a local family outing to watch the Eagles game. But instead, we were asked to leave. Although we take both our infant and dog all over Austin, Texas without any issue. We left and went to Austin instead. We most likely won't be back here after this sour taste. We just wanted to enjoy the game and support a local business. The name of this business? The Whiskey Girls Saloon. It's a titty bar. Yep, it's a coyote ugly bar. The Whiskey Girls Saloon. Saloon, and they were denied entry for a I bet you the dog could have come in, though. Mm-hmm. I'm confident the dog could have gotten in. Um, <laughs> they wow. put a service vest on that child. Yeah, they should have dressed up the dog, the kid like a dog, <laughs> leashed it up, just dragged it in. So... We've got two though. dogs. Didn't I just see you in here with one dog and a baby? <laughs> no, this is our chow chow. That's Eagles fans for you, though. Infants. See, like, I don't... We just wanted to go watch the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly! First of all, why are you trying to find somewhere where they're watching the Eagles game in Texas? That's... Yeah. That's... Yeah, that is true. Good point. That's that's the first part of this suspect uh, annoyance. Uh, because maybe... Keep in the heart of Texas. Because what I assume, Matt, is what happened was, is they went in with their dog and their baby, right? And the host was like, this is horrible. And then they started bitching about the Eagles game not being on. Which is the, I think, the first thing that might get you shot in Texas. Cause I think it's actually under their, uh, their uh, stand your ground law there. Because I don't know if you've ever not been out from under a rock, my friend. But in Texas, especially in Austin, which isn't that horribly far from Dallas-Fort Worth, which happens. Joe, isn't there a team that plays in Dallas? Just a couple. And don't they you hate? Know, I mean, you know, you got to. I have a friend from Philly, and oh, I think. And I think that the yes, thing that is most do. that they I don't know of anything the that they hate. The bird. I don't know. Yeah, I don't just I don't know of anything that the Eagles hate more than the Cowboys. And the Cowboys hate more than the Eagles. So maybe, possibly, well, I mean, oh, yeah. depends on how Washington's doing that year. Possibly, uh, no. Washington never. What are we talking about? Nineteen eighties? No, it's the Giants. Uh, pause, they can equally pause, get together pause, to mildly hate the Giants. Pause. Pause. We lost Jalen. Oh shit.
So just like Jalen's audio going out, sometimes we have to ask ourselves, gee, why did it fail? Oh, why did it Why did it fail? Yeah, it's a fake segment we do every week where we talk about different restaurant chains, uh, different... um, uh, we've been using commercials a lot lately, menu items, and we ask ourselves, why do you think that didn't work out? Um, it, it, it's advantageous that our audio engineer isn't able to join us for this part because uh, this one is an actual, we're doing an old school GY to fail. It's not, it's not a commercial. Okay. Oh, wow. I know. We usually, we, we've been doing a lot of like uh, McDonald's, McPizza. Mm-hmm. Last week we had the McDLT with Jason Alexander. That's an amazing commercial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a musical. I'm surprised that didn't come out here in Minnesota. <laughs> it was actually what? On, it, was on, it was at the Guthrie. Oh yeah, uh, it's uh, it, it's Jason Alexander from Seinfeld mm-hmm. in a McDLT commercial. So a McDonald's commercial for like this new way to eat a burger, California style. Keep the the lettuce and the tomato separate, right? It was a failure. Whatever. But the commercial is amazing because it's like a fucking musical. He's like dancing. He's like swinging on fucking lampposts like fucking Fred Astaire. <laughs> for, more, for more on that, Witness make sure to tune in to the Emily up. Fleming episode of the Awful Service Podcast. Um, no, but this GY episode didn't fail. 73. Yeah. Uh, this episode, or this episode, this, this, well, it is kind of an episode. Um, this isn't an actually a business. Okay. This is a person trying to do something at a business. Why did they fail? Uh, So we're we're going to Edmond, Oklahoma. Okay. Okay. This is a new story that happened recently. Edmond police said they're seeing a recent, or said they're seeing a recent spike in fake ID busts, and are warning a night of fun isn't worth a criminal record that could cost you the rest of your life. (laughs) Officers said, eighteen-year-old. And this is just the most perfect name for someone from Oklahoma. Blakely, Blakely Sands. Okay. All right. Was recently caught at the Wolf Trap Bar. Wolf Trap. Love that bar. In in Edmond with a fake ID, which is normally just a misdemeanor. They said when she tried to convince the police the uh, ID was hers, it turned the crime into a felony. Yes, I'm trying to. Yes, I'm trying to get someone up here to verify that my ID is real," said Sands during a call to the police department. Wait, she called the cops to come verify that the fake ID was actually a real ID, and then yes, because the bar had taken, uh, they took it from me, and they said they won't give it back until I verify that it's real. Oh my god! Was she expecting like an over the phone verification? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> Randall, what was that? I'm still. You, you have to listen yeah, to all the stupidity. Yeah, you have no, to listen more, to all the stupidity more. before you start commenting. When officers ran the ID, it matched with 43 year old Robert Sanchez in Texas. What? <laughs> Wait, she she was trying to go by Robert Sanchez? Yes, Blakely. <laughs> trying to pass as a 43-year-old male from Texas. Any resemblance? Uh, uh, not that I can <laughs> According to a police-worn body camera footage, Sands stuck to her story that the ID did, in fact, belong to her. Oh, yes. Police, oh. is your ID fake? Sands, no. Police, are you sure? Sands, yes, I'm sure. 
Officer says Sands was arrested on a felony complaint of presenting a false ID to an officer to avoid prosecution. I wow. think she would have done herself a favor just to leave the idea at the bar, said Emily Ward with the Edmonton or the Ed, I want to keep saying Edmonton, it's Edmond Police Department. But unfortunately, it went from no charge at all to a felony. Uh, a few days earlier, Edmond Police said that they had been finding a lot of fake IDs in the area. All by all un, under the name Roberto Perez. Apparently. Or what was the what was the guy's name in Sanchez. Texas? Sanchez. Sanchez. Robert yeah, Sanchez. Roberto Sanchez. It's just Robert Sanchez. Uh, the best part of it is there is a video which we can't play because we don't have the media side of this right now. But it's it's her. It is just this little little blonde girl. It's the body cam. Yeah, it's the they actually have the body cam for it. That's. And it, it, and and she's like. It, she again it's what you expect an 18 year old gal in oklahoma this little blonde hair blue eyed you know petite howdy y'all yeah my name's robert sanchez why can't i give my, my identification back so it's got this is actually kind of a blending because this also feels like this feels very karen-y yeah you would call the police on the bar for taking her id <laughs> well like let's give her props for for just doubling down and just yeah, yeah. So Robert like, yeah, Sanchez, <laughs> she ain't gonna snitch, not even on herself. Mm-hmm. But Robert you know, Sanchez, right. don't tell a rat. Robert Sanchez ain't no rat. <laughs> I, what? You bail. You just bail. What are you doing? <laughs> that is, that's what everyone uh, uh, in the story, except for Blakely, is like going. We've given you so many opportunities. What are you doing? I and you know what? I do applaud the police for leaving their goddamn fucking body cam on this time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, like, uh, like. I mean, I wish they could just leave it on all the time, but at least they had the comedic sense to like we're recording this. This is stupid. Like this. Man, what did you say your name was? Party next year. We're not. This is getting. Yeah. That's yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't even know. How you like she literally snitched on herself? Yeah, she's the one that called the cops. But this she is, called the this cops is the thing. to get her ID back. At what point, like, let's say, for example, she she bought this fake ID, right? When you see, like, before you buy it, do you did she not did she not was she not able to see the fake ID she bought <laughs> before she got it? Was that the issue? <laughs> Yeah, and what is? Know. How did Robert Sanchez get folded into this whole thing? I thought it's fake probably IDs. a stolen ID. It's probably stolen. I would they, assume they ran it, and it was a verified ID. So she was correct that it was a legal ID. It just wasn't her legal ah, ID. Right. This is the thing, guys. So, because when you sw- swipe it, it would be, it would be, you know, like, it, oh yeah, it's real. Oh, it gets swiped. I see. I, a lot, a lot of nightclubs. And, yeah, they have they have swipers. Oh, they have the swiper. The black strip. Yeah, yeah. back your card. Yeah, sorry. The only nightclubs I go to is to just Charleston, all like. No, they have those too. I had those that uh, we had those at Spin, but like this is the thing. Those so like the fake IDs that we're talking about are in fact generally like actual people's IDs, but nightclubs, bars, whatever will keep. They have books. I've gone in the manager office. They have books of those. So, like, when the restaurant closes, I'm just assuming someone grabs that book and then just starts selling the That's IDs. Funny. 
Yeah, that's straight money, that's, bro. That's a good idea. I like that's that. a great. If you're listening to this and you're a server at like or at a nightclub and you work at a nightclub that's about to go down, get that book. That's the book. It, it, that's where I, all the money's at. Yeah, it really. I I I hate like I am not advocating that you do this, but if mm-hmm. you do, you understand. And you, or if you're one of the people who hear this and is like, I need to find one of these people. Robert Sanchez is not the one you should pick out if you're a girl. <laughs> that's that's all. I'm surprised she didn't say. I'm sorry she didn't, I'm offended. They assume my gender. Oh yeah, that would have been a great way to attack it. Like I used to be this guy. <laughs> yeah. Look what surgery. Yeah, this Who's is a gender. He's a genius. Yes. How you took how you took Robert Sanchez and turned it to Blakely. Uh, I mean, I that's... was born Blakely Sands. <laughs> Robert Sanchez, you're dead name. Blakely right Sands. Yeah, I don't. No, 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 no. I was born Robert Sanchez, and but I identify as Blakely Sands. That's a name that you give yourself. That sounds good. Yeah, I don't just, know. You know. If I... you're going to use a fake ID too, here's the other thing, people, listeners. I don't advocate for this, but if you nope. are going to use a fake ID, memorize the shit that's on your fake ID, like. The weight, the height, the the uh, uh, the address, zip code. That. You should know that. Zip code is how people get nailed all the time now. Mm-hmm. Because your zip code is something like it's the one you know thing. Inherently. Yeah, right. you can't. You pret- have to think about it. Yeah, yeah, you can't pretend about a zip code. Like I know all the zip codes that I lived in off the top of my head. I can recite them right now. But like a random person's zip code, like I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I don't, she actually did memorize all of it. She's like, "Yeah, I'm Robert. My name is Roberto I'm, Sanchez. I'm a four foot seven male, Ecuadorian. From oh, the real Robert Sanchez is fuming. Like, I'm from Mexico. God damn it, you son of a bitch! Awful service podcast canceled. Oh my god, that's that's yeah. No, so I'm going to be thinking about right this for the rest before, of the day, though, Randall. Like, it's I'll, I'll like, forward you the article. We need to start showing some love and not showing throwing some hate around. This is stand up comedy. We need to like start. I, you know what? I think we should just dose all the comedians. Yep. Right? Should we just dose them like just a big punch bowl? Just big big Molly pile yeah. and they're shove everyone's beer. face into it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the honestly, I don't know what the I don't know what the answer is, honestly. I just I know that, that not, just keep doing doing exactly what you said and it'll people will see that that is the fucking that's way more fun. You're having more fun than everybody else being a is, fucking light instead of being a fucking anchor. My grandpa always said, Randall, never always be a sail, never be an anchor. That's that's so much more that's than I That's a great way to That's I it just I don't know. Like I don't I I feel hesitant to want to be like one of like I don't I want to sound preachy. I don't want to be that guy who's like, this is the way that you should do it. I just, I remember when I was starting and I remember knowing, like knowing in my heart that I got some love from people that other people didn't get. And I remember how that feels. And at the time I was just happy that I was being accepted. Like I was just happy to be, you know, in this place where people, we were laughing and, there were good comedians that you wanted to emulate and you wanted to be like, and you wanted to feel respected. Like, you know, of yeah. Like Tommy, Tommy Ryman's a perfect example. Like when I first started. Episode 72. For sure. 
Um, but t- I, I, Tommy's someone that like when I need advice, I go to. Mike Brody's a guy that when I need advice, I go to. Shannon Paul's a, someone that when I need like. I just feel like hey, the young just dropping episode names because we've had seventy one. See, I'm helping you out, but those I are the people. But if you, everyone wants to be a master, but no one wants to be a student, and that's the problem. And not enough people want to just take a little. It doesn't even take much. Like uh, there's not to put all that out, but like I, there's a comedian. I think the world of him. I think that he's not, I don't, I don't think that he's really using his potential in the best way possible. There's a lot of talent there. I, I went to his home. I made him some food. We had a conversation and I just said, you're a talent. If you love this, take this more seriously and people will take you more seriously. If you know what I'm saying? Like, and from that day, I took what you said seriously. <laughs> oh, Joe, you stopped that. It wasn't in you at all. <laughs> if Joe didn't do it, I was about to call like, and, and, his, and that man's name was Joe Cocazella. <laughs> but like, <laughs> which, by the way, Randall, you know, it's I felt the same way. I felt like like extremely loved, like when I came in and really accepted by the Zamboni community. <laughs> <laughs> They really, they showed me, they taught me how to go in circles real and how to like really grin real it off. slow. You really cut it. The secret is you cut the ice in half and then you do that side and then you, it's so like then you when can't you're paint done, yourself you go in the right down the middle yeah. and you exit the rink. Right. Do you, Watching a, Z, a good Zamboni driver is one of the most satisfying things you can ever for watch sure. if it's done well. I don't, I don't really do. Can you guys help me get into hockey? I feel like that's yeah. Do you skate? That's I do. You know what's funny? I do skate, and I do I skate yeah. much well. I just don't like hockey comes on, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I live in Minnesota. I'm married to Go a white person. Live games yeah. first. When when, yeah. when when live sports don't don't watch hockey we, at all. Okay. Are we gonna when have live the sports uh, come up? Then you can then go to a like a hockey. Doesn't even have to be NHL. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Uh, what I recommend is the outdoor one. Uh, do we get that this year? Is it coming? No, the great no. uh, the pond hockey, the po- no, the hockey, hockey day no, in no, Minnesota. Yeah, hockey the one day, where no. they like flood the the twin yeah, stadium. They they were gonna do it, but then it got canceled due to the covidity. Yeah. Oh, they're not gonna do it this COVID-ity. year. Covidity. Okay. I like yeah. that word. Yeah, we, they get it. So when it comes next on year, this podcast. Randall, we will go. Okay. We'll, we'll go outdoor hockey to see the pros play outside. We'll okay. Just bundle up. Or you drink a, a bit a of college game is fun live too. Like college, oh, yeah. college, college yeah, college. We'll go to Mariucci. Yeah. Hey, Mariucci is my Mario fucking cousin. I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy owes me 20 bucks. Hey, I'm not going to fuck him his game Much like a Zamboni driver, this podcast has been going as smooth as we can, but uh, I think it's time we 86 the show. Sure. Um, we've been having a good time. We lost we lost Jalen on the route, but you know what? Just like uh, Oregon Trail, we have to keep forging on. This lady's uh, got good seats. She has great seats. I like her. She's a good girl. No, stop up. Hey. You got to know Rita. Uh, so <laughs> that's what we call her though. She only has one arm, so we call her StubHub. <laughs> you know, uh, she's got great tickets, but she only has got one we're arm. We're not going to have video on this podcast anymore. Uh, well, everybody saw this picture from before, so we're just Fair showing enough. the. So for the audio, it's the it's the. Uh, anyway, the Italian lady that when the lady that's got good teeth. When we said we were talking about things falling off trucks and stuff. Anyway, I'm a legitimate businessman. He's a legitimate businessman. <laughs> 
<laughs> Before we end the show, though, Randall, we have one more segment that we need to do. And sure. It's called Human Yelp Reviews. That's where you, Randall Reed, you get to review the podcast. Okay. Um, we prefer out of five stars, but that is merely a suggestion. Okay. Uh, you can do us individually, or you can do the show as a whole. Okay. And whatever you'd like to start. Uh, I would like to say that uh, if, if uh, Joe hadn't been... One of the first faces that I've seen, I would have thought one thing, but then all of a sudden there's Joe there, and I'm like, he's literally, and I love the two of you, but I see the two of you out from time to time, and I love the two of you, but Joe, like, there, when you get to a certain, I've been doing this a little bit longer than you guys, and there are certain comedians that you always, like, would like to spend time with or, like, work with. And Joe is always one of those dudes who, like, for whatever the reason, we're never at the same place at the same time. We're never on the same shows at the same time. But every time this guy's in town or around, I'm just like, I want to spend time with this dude. Because so many people say so many amazing things about how funny and crazy it is uh, when he's around. So, like, that was, <laughs> like, it, it, the show might have been a four and a half before. But, like, having the love, and I love Jalen whenever he shows back up to this. So when you guys see him, you tell him I like the kid and he should be okay with the like two and a half inches of bed that he's getting on a nightly basis. Because <laughs> that's getting him ready for a long-term, a serious long-term relationship. Five. I'm going five. Yes. Boom. Five. And Randall, 2021, we're totally hanging out. We're going to do some crazy shit. He can play. be on the town it's... over tour. Yeah, yeah, the town over tour. We'll go see the Harlem Globetrotters play and root for the Washington Generals. I, I think that that's a non-profitable thing to, to do, but if that's what you want to do, I'm down. <laughs> Whatever. No, you pick. It's a dealer's choice, bro. I already went to the Generals. Uh, Derek Myers and I, we went, we got great seats and then rooted for, there's like one little stubby white dude on the Generals. His name's, his name's Dan Delicante. And, and like we just kept when he got on the floor, I was like, yo, Dan Delicante. I was just yelling shit. That's my electrician. Yo, there's my plumber. Like, it's, <laughs> that's my cousin. Like, we were just yelling shit. We were rooting for just not the generals. We were rooting for Dan fucking Dan. Delicante. And like, literally, like the rest of the generals were like, is your fucking family here? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we have people in Minnesota? <laughs> I, I love fucking it. love. If I could get a general's jersey, it's definitely Dan Delicante. That's my bro. That's my boy. Uh, Randall, how do people follow you? <laughs> uh, how do people follow me? I'm on the Facebook. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Randa Reed. I think it's Randall Reed or Rando One Eight. I've. You know what? I should be better about this and know what that is. <laughs> um, I'll have Jalen edit it in. Uh, yeah, I'll send it, guys. You guys can. Uh, I think it's Reed <laughs> Randall. I don't know. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. You can find me. I'm pretty, as long as you're not a crazy person, I generally accept most of these things. Uh, I, I'm going to plug a show that I'm doing. When are you guys dropping this? I'll be on Thursday. Thursday? All right, cool. Uh, that's, well, it depends when Jalen gets his power back. That's very yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> February, I'm going to be, be, I'm gonna be at Sisyphus on the 24th. I uh, was okay. doing Wednesday with Sarah McPeak. Uh, the phenomenal Lauren Rice is going to be there. Shiloh Blake, um, Riley Cosgrove, who I absolutely love. I forgot the other person, so if you hear this and I forgot you, uh, I apologize. Jason Schilmer. Yes. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. That's why you're on this, and yeah, that's why you're the host, 
and I am the guest. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, just and Randall, just so you know, for future reference and for our fans, it's a uh, Randall Reed one five eight zero. That's why you're the best. That's why you're the best. Um, just. Thanks a lot for and having me. It's not me. Thank this lady. It fell off a truck. She's the best. <laughs> She's the best. Um, just, do you guys do me a favor? Try to break your boundaries for 2021 and then try to break them again for 2022. That's it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you can follow Jalen at Jalen Peño on Linktree, and that yep. has a link to all of his uh, sh- uh, different social media things. So, uh, and also, um, I believe you can also follow him on his OnlyFans, where he cosplays as a Lord of the Rings character. So, you look, be on the lookout for that. He's a dungeon master now, so that's his OnlyFans. Yeah, it's, uh, Jalen underscore Dungeon Master. Dungeon Jaylen. Master. He's a yes. I did that. At OnlyFans, he's got a he's got a twenty sided die for you, baby. Uh, Joe, how do people follow you? Uh, it would be uh, photographizing, uh, the word uh, photograph, I-Z-I-N-G, on Instagram. I, I don't use Facebook, so don't bother. Like, you're never going to get a response there. You might as well just fucking send a fucking pigeon with the note. Uh, <laughs> which I would actually respect that more. I, I, you know, if I had like a pigeon outside my window and it's like, cool, cool, cool. Wouldn't like, that be hey, dope? Somebody, that'd be dope as fuck. That happened on the glass film. I would want a crow. I think it's like you and Mike Tyson are the only people that would probably still take messenger pigeon. I'd send you two pigeons back. That's how long the note would be. There'd be a second pigeon. I'm going to need a second bird. The the bird's all tired because the note's all like it's (laughs) fucking wrapped around his ankle 70 times. Uh, And uh, you can follow me at... uh, www.imalegitimatebusinessman.com I need to buy another website now but the website that I do have is www.tinytaxidermy.com and don't worry that's not little animals it's I cut the heads off of Beanie Babies Randall when I mount them I like it yeah I like it fuck you Peter <laughs> oh, dude, you should see me at thrift stores though. Like, like middle-aged ladies, I'm in the like little kids' toy section, and I'm picking out Beanie Babies. And these middle-aged ladies are like, they they give me that face of like, oh, you think that's gonna be worth something? Yeah, and I'm like, no, I cut the heads off when I get home. But you can't say that to a middle-aged no, lady. No, I wouldn't say that. You village. Do it. See what happens. Social <laughs> experiment. I don't. I don't suggest it, but I don't. I, yeah, I don't. Never, never, never done it. Never will. See, if you do, uh, send me a photo or a video, and then we can talk about it. Later. I do. Oh, no, if I do that, I've definitely jail. got the body cam footage going. Don't. I will definitely have body cam. I'll take your call from the jail, but I, I've, only, I've gotten the only white person out of jail that I'm ever gonna get, so that's done now. I don't. Oh, I might oh, pick like, you up. To be a millionaire, the phone a friend. You're yeah, you're just like up, you can't do anymore. Yeah, just oh, sorry. Phone a friend. I got a great bit out of it. My friend laughs at it, but that's it. No more. I don't go get white people out of jail anymore. All right, Nathan, how do people follow you? You can follow me at Nathan Smezrude at um, what's what are the sites? Twitter and Facebook, and then N Smezrude on Instagram. Dope. Uh, you can follow me. Uh, I am Matt Zoima on both Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Chubby Waiter because I believe in truth in advertising. 
You know, I just, you know, people got to know what they're getting into. Um, a couple things I'd like to plug. Uh, every week I run an open mic in the uh, in St. Cloud, Minnesota at the Red Carpet Night Club in the basement in the Keller Bar. Uh, show is from, uh, sign up is from 7 to 8 and the show is from 8 to 10, although that might be changing now with uh, some new looser regulations, which will be nice. Um, and... Uh, I also have an announcement. I have some dates. I'm going to be on uh, at Camp Bar uh, doing a, a hosting set on March 12th and 13th. I do not know who's headlining yet, but as soon as I know, podcast listeners, uh, you will know, uh, as I am a whore and I like to plug everything that I do. Uh, so, you know, always be advertising. Yeah, you're you're awful plugged up, dude. You could use some, like, uh, I don't know, like, germ. <laughs> You need some more fiber in your diet. I you're do. A little plugged. There. I, you know, I need, to get, I need to get back. powder. <laughs> I need to get back on that. Uh, what was it? What was it? The what? What seesaw was that again? <laughs> oh, the rec- oh, yeah. rectal rec- seesaw. I gotta Sorry, get my yeah, rectal seesaw to evening. You know. Didn't know which side you was stuffing. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with all of that. <laughs> also follow the podcast uh we're awful service podcast across all platforms uh make sure to check us out and uh again thank you randall so much for doing the show this is this has been fun it was it was it's great terrible. i got do you guys got anything tonight who's is anyone performing tonight no no i'm gonna go wherever there's a restaurant that has tapino <laughs> I'm gonna fucking find that. That's all I want now. I could like, actually go to work in 20 minutes. So. Tapino is the California version of a like the Chinese restaurant. You ever get the Happy Family? <laughs> no, I have always ocean plus cow, beef, and chicken. I've looked at that. I've looked at that so many times. I'm like, I just don't have enough people to do this. I just don't. No, dude, it's hey, you know what? You can have a great day. You know, like all the kids and the wife is gone. Boom! Happy Family for one, bro. As always, order the Happy Family or the Topino and have a great night. <laughs> <laughs>